Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful with your hosts, Coach Dave, Heather, and James, where we provide you with the tools and entertainment to bring clarity, balance, focus, and butterflies to your everyday life. Hey, welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. We're Coach David, myself, James Johnson, and Heather Andrews, who's not here with us today. But we're going to go ahead and get started here. Listen, I want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, I don't talk to you much about the wealthy part as far as money goes, because I'm really not trying to sit here and sell you something. What we're trying to do here is we're trying to teach you and give you some tools to use to make your everyday life better. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, a little bit about retirement. And I want to tell you that the number one mistake, the number one mistake that everybody makes with money, whether you have lots and lots of money or you have no money, the number one mistake, what would you guess that is, Dave? What do you think their number one mistake is? Uh, I know how you think, and I'm, I don't know the, the answer, but I'm going to just say, uh, knowing where you are, knowing your like where things are. Well, that's actually a very good answer because that I would ask you. There's two questions you got to understand before you do anything, and one is know where you know what your exit strategy is and know what the bads are. And the first thing you got to do is figure out where you are. Yes. But, but the number one mistake when it comes to any kind of financial planning. Okay, and this also has to do with your health and and your gratitude, all of that stuff. It's the number one mistake. You want to take one more try on it? Oh, uh, not planning far enough into the future. Maybe you're pretty close. It's procrastination. Okay. Okay. The number one mistake is procrastination. Whether you have millions and millions of dollars and you're putting off whether you're gonna, how you're going to take care of those estate taxes or whether you don't have a lot of money and you're putting off how to actually make sure you get enough money, it's procrastination. So I've got a question for you about that. Is it people do that because they're, they're overwhelmed by the, the options out there? They could do a Roth IRA or an IRA or a 401k or a blah, 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 blah. Or... Is it because it's just a very unappealing, you know, like long-term answer and people want things fast. They want their fast food. They want their this, they want their that. And thinking like, hey, in 80 years, I'm going to use this or in 30 years, I'm going to use this. You know, is it just not appealing? Well, I would tell you that I wish I knew the answer to that question. Okay, I really, really do. Because I can tell you for me, if you would have said to me, and you gotta understand I've had businesses my entire life, okay? And if you if you said to me, how much money do you have in the bank at 30? I would have looked at you and said, dude, money in the bank? What do I need money in the bank for? I'm gonna be dead by the time I'm 35. Right, okay? right. <laughs> that was my attitude, it really was, okay? And then I began to realize that I might live to be 100 and it might I might wanna do something about that. Yeah, um, I would tell you that, and, and I, I teach this stuff every day, and, and I would tell you that probably the four most important things in your life are your health, your wealth, your family, and your spirituality. And probably yeah. the, the four things that you put off the most in your life are your health, your wealth, your family, and your spirituality. No way. I don't, I did, I don't experience that every single day when I'm at the gym or I'm 
training people online. I don't experience the bad, the bad ever. Everyone's always like so keen and interested to, you well, know, I, I, to get you, after it. I can tell you because you live in that world, that's probably true. But if it was true, Dave, you wouldn't have enough time in the day to tra train everybody because there's a lot exactly. of people out there. Well, it's not true. It's not true. Everyone blows, blows off training because it's, it's not the most fun thing. It's not that, it's that high interest thing, you know? It's all painful, okay? All of those things are painful. Family's painful, spirituality's painful, it's all painful. But only when, only when you make it a priority is it not, okay? I agree. And so, and so you said, well, where, where's the better place to put my money? Well, that boils down to what I call buying the clubs, okay? And so, Dave, I'm going to send you out to play in a pro golf tournament tomorrow, and I'm going to give you a choice. You can have your favorite golfer's sl swing, or you can have their clubs. Which one do you want? Uh, the swing. Exactly. Yet, what were you talking about when you asked me that question? And you were talking I was speaking about, about the clubs. That's correct. And everybody asked about the clubs. And I did a video on this about about if you walk into the doctor's office and as you walk in the doctor's office, he hands you a pill and he says, here, eat this, would you eat it? Probably not, no. Why not? Because I don't know anything about, you know, he doesn't know anything about me and I don't know anything about it. And how do you match what it is to what I need? You have no clue. That's because it's called prescribing without diagnosis, which is a really bad thing. And every person I talk to wants me to prescribe them a pill. Okay, every person uh, immediately prescribe me a pill. What? How do I get the best rate of return? I want to do this. Look, it ain't about that. Okay, it's about the swing. And if I and if you could grab one, I'm a, I have several things I want you to learn out of this conversation today. But if you can grab one thing out of this conversation today, is this. Okay, I don't care if you bury it in a can in your backyard getting in the habit of paying yourself first before you pay anyone before you pay the rent before you pay the utilities before you pay anyone paying yourself first between 10 and 20 percent of your gross income and putting that away for your future is the habit you have to get into now where you put that there's a lot to discuss but if you don't do it you got nothing to put there Okay. Okay. And, and and so this is why things like 401ks and 403bs, 457s work is because they automatically take it out of your paycheck and you never see it. Right. See, there's a law called the Parkinson's law and the Parkinson's law works in many ways, but with money, it says that your expenses will keep up with your income regardless of how much money you make. I know that. The I more think money you make, the more money you spend. Okay? Right. Right. And so if, and what I can tell you is that I've never met a person yet that isn't transferring money unknowingly and unnecessarily out of their life in some fashion or form. Now, the key is, is if I find money that you're transferring unknowingly and unnecessarily out of your life is will you save it? And what I can tell you is this, if you put it in your life, your life will find a way to spend it. Okay, so that's... Time. So that is what you mean by transferring it. Yeah, well, transferring it happens in six major categories and how you pay for your mortgages, major capital purchases, credit cards, taxes, 
um, funding college, and I can't remember the other one off the top of my head. But right right now, just understand that you are doing it. Okay. Now right. the key is is if we find it, you want to save it. So if you go back to that starting off and saving 10 to 20% of what you're currently making and get in the habit of doing that. You see, when you do that, you never miss it. Okay. Right, People right. say, well, they'll, they'll say stupid things like this. Well, I don't have any money to save. I spend it all. Okay. Well, let me ask you a question. Dave, do you have a car? Yes. Do you have a car payment? Yes. Where did the car payment come from? Where did the car, I, I, I had to have a car, so I bought a car. So it came right out of your lifestyle, is that correct? Yes. So you must have had the money to save. Uh, I mean, I, <laughs> I do. <laughs> yes, I do. you did. Yes, you did. Yes. You had the money to save. Now, yes. here's, here's where transferring money unknowingly and unnecessarily will come into place. Dave, the biggest mistake that people make when they pay off their car is they stop making the payment. I've heard that, yes. I, okay. I've heard a number and, of folks who just go, oh, I'm done with the payment. I get an extra 500 a month or and, and, and immediately, immediately, their it's life, and by the way, folks, I didn't say your wife. I said your life takes over. It might be your wife, okay? Takes over and finds a way to spend the $500 a month. For sure, yes. Now, if you would have just, on the day you paid off that car, kept making the payment off into let's say a tax-free Roth, this is an example, over on the side, okay? Then you would not, you wouldn't change your lifestyle one bit. Nothing would change about your lifestyle. We'll keep going along the same way. There would be no other pains, okay? Yet you'd be saving for your future. Right. You got it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the key that um, Einstein said the eighth wonder of the world was something called compound interest. And the key to compound interest is time. See, it's the more time you compound in something to turn it into something. So the earlier you start in your life, the better. Now, so, so okay, so I pay off the, 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 his car, and then for a year or two, I put that money into savings of some kind. What happens when I need a new car? Do I? Do I just add that in, or do I stop doing the the savings every month? Okay, so that's a great question, and here's the thing: it's not a fifty cent answer, okay? Because if okay. I did it, if I did it right, okay, there's spenders, savers, and wealth creators, okay? Spenders okay. spend everything to come in the door; they, they literally spend everything to come in the door. Savers save up until they have enough and then they buy it. They drain their tanks and they buy it. Okay. Right. Wealth creators save the money and then they leverage the money by borrowing against the money, let the money work for it, borrow against it and use that to buy what they need and then pay that off. Okay. 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 So like they would buy, they would buy a house or they would buy, an apartment building and they would pay a certain amount of that and then borrow everything else. And then over time it pay it off and, you know, yeah. Sort of. It's, it's a little bit deeper in the weeds than I want to get today. Okay. okay. There's not enough time and I really need to show you that in a visual form. Okay. But just understand this. 
What would happen if you didn't save it? Uh, well, then you hit a certain point and you're like, I don't have anything anymore. <laughs> and now you'd have to go buy a new car. You wouldn't have no money for the down payment, whatever the case may be, right? Right, right. And, and here's the thing. Do you really need a new car? I don't think I've ever bought a new good car. Um, right. What you really need is transportation. Right, yes. So it's a, it's a lifestyle choice is what it boils down to, okay? So if you want to go spend your lifestyle money to buy a new car and look fancy and, and impress people that don't care, okay, then go ahead. But 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 the reality is, is you I, I rarely do I buy a new car. I bought new cars, but usually I buy a car that's a year to two years old because it's already already depreciated off. For and sure. Then yeah. I pay it off as fast as I possibly can because I don't want that payment. I want to be putting that payment away for my future. Okay. Right. Okay. So the point I want to get to while we still have a little bit of time is, is that when it comes time to retire, okay, to be put out of use, to stop working, to, to quit, to quit going to work every day for money. When it comes time to do that, you have to have one thing. What is it you have to have? You can't retire without it. Obviously. Money or, or income that comes from someone. Much more important, income. You have to have a paycheck, okay? Right. You must have a paycheck. There's no way you're going to do it without it, okay? Now, I'm doing a webinar here pretty soon on this, but the, the old model of retirement worked like this. On the, you had this pyramid, okay? And at the bottom of this pyramid was your pension, and that was the base of your retirement, okay? Then on top of that, you had some Social Security, okay? And then you had your savings. So your, your base was that, Social Security supplemented it, and then your savings supplemented the balance of it. Right. Now it's exactly the opposite. Now it's Social Security at the bottom is your base, okay? Then it's your savings. And then if you're lucky, you have a pension, okay? Right. And very few people have a pension. So when you reach retirement, you're going to need a paycheck and you're going to have what's called known income and your known income is going to come from different areas. One, it's going to come from social security, pension if you're lucky enough to have one, rental income if you were lucky enough to have that, possibly some business income. And then it's all about how much money did you save and how much money can that, it, can that create an income that you won't outlive. Right, right. Okay. So now we get to a whole different place. So you're playing this game. You're playing a two-part game. The first part of the game is called accumulation. You're putting away as much money as you possibly can so that when you get to retirement, which is preservation and distribution, my world, okay, when you get out here, you don't run out of money. Okay. So right. here's the funny part. Those two game parts of those games are played very differently. Now, Dave, you play sports, right? Yes, sir. And in every sport, there's a beginning and an end and an in-between, right? Yes. That's why you keep score, right? Yes. When do you win the game? Uh, when you beat the other person. And when does that happen? <laughs> well, when you score more goals or you make more hoops than the other team over a period of time. But when do you win the game? right at the end. Very good. You win the game at the end, okay? You're playing a game. 
it's a two-part game. You're accumulating money over here. And over here is where the game is won, the distribution and preservation point. Right. You see, the only way you win the game is if you don't run out of money. Right. Okay? So in order to not run out of money, you have to have paychecks. Yes. The more paychecks you have, the better off you are. When you're playing this part of the game, the accumulation part, it's no big deal if you screw up. The market's going to go up, the market's going to go down, and it's no big deal because you just wait and it's going to come back. Right. When you get to this part of the game, my <laughs> world, if you screw up, you're going back to work. Yes, because okay. you have to have a... You have to have a paycheck. Right. So, so what happens when you get out here, it actually, there's, there's a very, very important point of time in retirement. It's the five years before you retire and the five years after you retire. And there's something called sequence of returns. And that determines like how did the market perform during that time? Because if you had any downturns in the market at any point in that 10 year period of time, you're probably in trouble. Okay. So if you're, if you're sitting here with a million dollars, the market goes down 40%, you have 600,000, you're probably not retiring. You probably have to build it back up to a million dollars. So now all of a sudden you push your okay. retirement date out. If right. you are here and you lose 40% after you retire, then you probably don't have enough money to get through. Okay. So you want to capitalize on those numbers and create paychecks. One of the best ways to create paychecks. Now, real quickly before I say that, I don't, I think we determined you weren't old enough to know this. Can you fill in this sentence for me? Two all beef patties. Special sauce. Lettuce, cheese, onions, pickles, on a sesame seed bun. Yes. You, can, you can do it. How about I'm this 49. one? How about this one? When E.F. Hutton speaks? Oh, I don't know that one. Everybody listens, okay? Uh, and, and, and I can go on, and this is called linguistic marketing, but what linguistic marketing says is that if I tell you the same thing over and over again, you're going to believe it whether it's true or whether it's not, okay? Right. Right. And whether you believe it or not, you are linguistically marketed to thousands of times every day. Okay. For sure, yeah. Uh, it's on billboards, it's on side of buses, it's on TV, it's on your phone, it's everywhere, okay? And they're linguistically marketing to you. It, it's, it's a way of controlling your brain, okay? Did you ever hear this one? You should put your money in a tax-deferred account because you're growing money you would have otherwise paid in taxes, and in the end, you're going to have more money because you're going to be in a lower tax bracket. I've heard that, yes. Let me ask you a question, Dave. When you retire, do you want to be in a lower tax bracket or a higher tax bracket? When I retire, I want to be in a lower. Okay, so you like cat food and living in a mobile home. I mean, that does sound interesting, but no, <laughs> no. Isn't that what that means? If you're in the lowest tax bracket, which means zero, okay, then you're not making any money. Okay, 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 yeah. So Dave, do you want to be making money in retirement or not making money in retirement? Making it. Dave, let me put it to you a different way. I want to pay a million dollars in taxes this year. Would you like to join me? Sure. Isn't that interesting? Most people say no. And you know why they say no? Because they're thinking like an accountant. If I paid a million dollars in taxes, what does that mean? That means you've earned a bottle load. That's correct. So I made a lot of money. So you want to be making a lot of money or do you want to not be making a lot of money when it comes time to retire? You want to be making it. Do you want to live in retirement or exist in retirement? Do you want to play on the golf course or work on the golf course? 
<laughs> well, obviously, play, but but working wouldn't be too bad either because that would be fun. So you want to yeah. live inside or outside? Inside. You want to eat? Yes. All of these things cost money. Dave, do you spend more money on weekdays or weekends? Uh, depends on the week, but normally it's, it's the weekends. Guess what? Every day in retirement is a weekend. Right. Okay. Exactly. And so what people don't understand is, is that all this stuff they tell you about, you're going to be in a lower tax bracket. You better hope not. Okay. I mean, because really you want to be in a higher tax bracket or you want to have all your money in tax free. Okay. So what I'm telling you is this is that most people don't plan to fail. They fail the plan because they procrastinate. Right. right. They put this off. They put it off. They put it off. Hey, I'll use you as an example. I'll pick on you. Okay. You, you have me as a resource. Okay. Yes. I've given you a program to actually go out and watch. Have you watched it? I watched. I rest, I rest my case. A bit okay? of it, but not all of it. Yes, I know. I know. I know. So, so if you're listening out there, Know this, your number one mistake in retirement and estate planning is procrastination. So it's probably time for you to get up and start doing something about that. Now, if it's not just your money, then let's talk about your health. Let's talk about your gratitude. Let's talk about what it is you could do right now today to start moving forward. I firmly believe in a concept called Kanai, constant and never ending improvement or good, better, best, never let it rest till good gets better and better gets best. Listen, we're healthy, wealthy, and grateful. If you want to reach out to me, you can go to www.yoursafemoneypeople.com. That's Y-O-U-R-S-A-F-E-M-O-N-E-Y-P-E-O-P-L-E.com or drop me an email at jj at yoursafemoneypeople.com as well. Listen, remember to live like you're going to die tomorrow, plan like you're going to live forever, keep smiling, and make it a great day. We'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. Be sure to join our Facebook group. Remember to live like you are going to die tomorrow and plan like you are going to live forever. You just might. And don't forget to stop and smell the flowers along the way.